0: history stories collection henry hudson whose discovery led dutch traders to colonize new netherland hudson's explorations one year after the men of new france had founded the city of quebec the dutch began the colony which became the empire state about the time John Smith was working hard for Jamestown, his friend Henry Hudson was sailing for some Dutch merchants in search of a northern sea route to India, 1609. One bright fall day, Hudson sailed into the mouth of the great river, which now bears his name. He hoped that he had entered the arm of the sea, which might carry him to India. He turned the prow of his vessel, the half-moon, upstream. Soon the beauty of the river, the rich colors of the great forests, the steep sides of the palisades, the slopes of the highlands, the strange Indians in their bark canoes, so took the attention of Hudson and his crew that for a time they forgot all about a route to India. What a flutter of excitement the half moon must have caused among the Indians. They came on board to give welcome and presents to Hudson and his men. On the return, probably near the present city of Hudson, an old chief came on board and invited Hudson to visit the little village of wigwams located on the river. There these Dutchmen saw beautiful meadows, fields of corn and gardens of pumpkins, grapes and plums. The chief showed Hudson his palace of bark, and spread a feast of roasted pigeons and other Indian food before him. In spite of such kind treatment, Hudson would not stay overnight with the Indians, who even broke their bows and arrows, and then threw them into the fire to prove that they meant no harm to the white man. But Hudson and his men were still afraid. Indeed, Hudson had every reason to fear the Indians, for he had treated them badly, and his men had even murdered some. In less than a month Indian friendship had been turned into Indian, Indian hatred. The next year Hudson sailed in an English vessel in search of the long-wished-for passage. On he went, far through the northward, past Iceland and Greenland, into the great bay which bears his name. In this desolate region, surrounded by fields of ice and snow, Hudson and his men spent a fearful winter. In the spring, his angry sailors threw him and a few faithful friends into a boat and sent them adrift. Nothing more was ever heard of them. Dutch traders and the Indians, just as soon as the news of Hudson's first voyage reached Holland, the Dutch merchants claimed all the region explored by Hudson and his men and hastened to open up trade with the Indians. As early as 1614, a trading post was established on Manhattan Island, the beginning of a great city, New York. Other posters were soon located. One up the Hudson became Fort Orange. Another on the Delaware was named Fort Nass- Nassau and a fourth was placed where jersey city now stands later the dutch traders went as far east as the connecticut valley the dutchmen treated the indians kindly and early made a great treaty with the Iroquois or five nations The chiefs of many tribes came to Fort Orange, dressed for the event. Their bows and arrows and tomahawks were decorated, their garments tasseled and fringed, and on their heads they wore nodding plums of many sorts, while their faces were hideous with paint. A peace belt of deerskin covered with beads was held at one end by the chiefs and at the other by the Dutch traders. They smoked the pipe of peace, buried the tomahawk, and made vows of everlasting friendship. The Indians liked the Dutch, who often visited them in their wigwams, and sat around their camp fairs. The fur trade grew rapidly. The Indians hunted and trapped as never before. They paddled up the Hudson and crossed over to Lakes George and Champlain. They went up the Mohawk, far beyond where Shinnectady Sh- now is, plunged deeper into the unbroken forests and even climbed the mountains in search of fur-coated animals. The favorite fur-bearing animal was the beaver. Besides the otter, mink and weasel were hunted. When the fur pack was made up, the dusky hunters from every direction made their way to the nearest trading post. There they traded their furs for guns, powder, and ball, and for whatever else the white trader had that pleased Indian fancy. Great Dutch ships came every year to carry to Amsterdam and other Dutch cities rich cargoes of furs. The Settlement of New Netherland Already a great company of Amsterdam merchants were sending settlers as well as fur traders to the new colony, which now was called New Netherland. Peter Minute, the first governor, bought the island of Manhattan from the Indians for $24 worth of glass beads and other trinkets, built a town of log cabins on the end of the island and named it New Amsterdam. But settlers did not come rapidly enough, so the company offered its members large tracts of land and the title of patron or patron, on the condition that they plant colony at their own expense. Each patron was to govern the people on his own land. The greatest of the patrons was Van Rens- Rensselaer whose plantation in the region of Fort Orange included 1,000 square miles. The farmers in service on these plantations looked upon the patroon as being much above them in authority and social position. Every year the farmers and their families came with their wagons filled with what they had raised to pay the patroon for the use of the land. He set them a great feast, and there was merrymaking all day long. The growth of New Netherland attracted bad men as well as good men. Some mean traders robbed and murdered a number of Indians, not of the Five Nations. The Indians robbed and murdered in return. War broke out, and before it ended, many settlements were broken up, and hundreds of settlers killed. Parties of Indians roved day and night over Manhattan Island, killing the Dutch even in sight of Fort Amsterdam. The people blamed their governor keefed and threatened to arrest him and send him to holland he finally made peace with the indians just before the new governor arrived